Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So I have a bunch of updates to share about Donald Trump's coup clowns. First, the U.S. Supreme Court refused to take up an appeals case that was filed by Trump's Kraken attorneys. So Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood, various other attorneys that were involved in those ridiculous election fraud lawsuits after the 2020 election. So this appeal relates to a Michigan ruling a federal judge in that state had sanctioned Powell and Wood and the others for filing a frivolous election fraud lawsuit. So the federal judge had called their election lawsuit a, quote, historic and profound abuse of the courts. And Powell and the others took the case to the Supreme Court because obviously they figured, oh, well, these are all our people, right? These are all Trump appointed people. This is a majority conservative court. Surely they're going to have our backs on this. Well, they chose not even to take the case. They chose not to intervene at all. So the lower court's ruling will stand. And these attorneys collectively now owe approximately $150,000. Not a huge amount for all of them combined, but it, it's just more the point of it and the fact that they are facing consequences. Uh, my pillow man, Mike Lindell, he also received some bad news from a court this week. On Wednesday, a federal judge ruled that he has to pay the $5 million that he owes to the winner of his Prove Mike Wrong contest. You guys will remember he had that you know, just absolutely laugh out loud summit. And he offered $5 million as a reward if anyone could disprove his election fraud fantasies. This was based on his bogus, quote unquote, packet captures that he swore he had <laughs> that supposedly showed all of this information being transferred and the election being stolen. Well, a software engineer, man named Robert Ziedman, who, by the way, is a two-time Trump voter, he proved Mike wrong. He actually did it. So Mike Lindell offered this reward. Guy proves him wrong. He is refusing to pay. And this is now the second court that has stepped in and said that Lindell has to keep his word. Well, Lindell is vowing to appeal this. He is saying he's going to take it to a higher court. So, of course, he will probably also try to take this to the Supreme Court. But this judge told him he has to pay interest on that $5 million. So the longer he drags this out, the worse it's going to get for Mr. Pellow. And another one of his potential revenue streams was just cut off. So he really can't afford to keep this going. Take a look at this. Do you know my book is banned in every bookstore in the country? Every bookstore, uh, <laughs> even the ChristianBooks.com, they've all banned it, everybody. So that was Lindell on Sloppy Steve Bannon Show. He's complaining about his memoir being banned, but not to fear, okay? Because if you really, really want to read it, Lindell is giving away free copies with every purchase of his lumpy pillows. <laughs> His wonderful products. <laughs> he's gonna cuss at me now. He's gonna he's gonna call me names because I called them lumpy pillows. No, I don't know. I don't own one. I don't know if they're lumpy, but anyway, 
Yeah, he's giving these books away now for free. And, you know, we might want to check it out because he mentioned on Steve Bannon's show that he is now Jesus. Did you know that? I didn't know that. That's what he said. Take a look at this. This is where I met the real president. I went from being a crack addict to Jesus. By the way, that was seven years ago. So there you go. There you go. Lindell has been Jesus for seven years. Who knew, right? <laughs> um, next up is news about another Trump stooge who is definitely not Jesus, America's defendant, Rudy Giuliani. As you all know, Giuliani was ordered to pay $148 million in that defamation lawsuit brought by Georgia election workers, Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss. So Giuliani has now filed um, for bankruptcy. And then on Tuesday of this week, he formally appealed the decision to the U.S. Court of Appeals. This is in the District of Columbia. So I can't imagine it's going to go his way, but we'll see. Uh, but the bankruptcy judge said, yeah, you can file an appeal. You can appeal this ruling as long as you are not the one paying the legal fees or incurring future debt to pay these fees. So he had to sucker somebody somewhere into parting with their hard-earned cash for his benefit. Um, somebody's paying those bills. And speaking of suckers paying for Trump's coup clowns, attorney John Eastman is begging his supporters to continue donating to his legal defense fund. I've mentioned to you guys, he has a give, send, go account set up. So far, he's raised over 600,000, but he's saying his legal bills are gonna be over 3 million. Now he does have other fundraisers going on as well. I don't know where those stand, how much he's brought in. And we were supposed to hear back about his disbarment at the end of this month, but they had to push the date back. So it's now March 27th is when we will know or not if John uh, Eastman is going to retain his license to practice law. They had to push it back because apparently the state bar, they had incorrectly cited a court case. I also have a quick update about Trump's former trade advisor, Peter Navarro. As you know, he, he also took part in the alleged attempted coup. He was very vocal about it. He went on MSNBC and bragged about it and the Green Bay sweep and all that. As you also probably remember, he was sentenced to four months in prison because he uh, had a contempt of Congress charge or two contempt of Congress charges against him because he refused to turn over documents and he appeared to, he refused to appear for a deposition uh, in front of the January 6th Select Committee. Well, now a federal judge is threatening to hold Navarro in contempt again because he is, has failed to return documents to the National Archives. U.S. District Judge Colleen Kolar-Catelli said in a six-page opinion that Navarro was ordered numerous times to locate and relinquish hundreds of presidential records. He has these in his possession. He is refusing to turn them over. So she is going to assign a magistrate judge to try somehow to ensure that he hands everything over. And then Navarro has until March 21st to try to convince the court that he shouldn't be held in contempt. So he shouldn't face more jail time, apparently. 
Um, so I will definitely let you know about that. Last but not least, one of Trump's Wisconsin fake electors says he was tricked into signing the fraudulent elector documents. Andrew Hitt is the former Wisconsin Republican Party chairman. He was one of Trump's fake electors in that state in Wisconsin. And he was sat for a uh, 60 minute interview recently and Hitt said he never thought that the allegations of widespread election fraud that were peddled by Trump and his team, he never 100% thought that they were true and believed them. But he said he was pressured into signing these electoral documents just in case Trump won one of his election lawsuits. And he said he was terrified he would be held responsible, he would be blamed if he was one of the only people who didn't do it, who didn't sign these documents. Hitt said, quote, it was not a safe time. If my lawyer is right, and the whole reason Trump loses Wisconsin is because of me, I will be scared to death. So that shows you where we're at as a country. Uh, but Hitt says that if he knew then what he knows now, he would have said no, because, quote, it was kept from us that there was this alternate scheme, alternate motive. So he is, of course, referring to Trump's alternate plan to have Vice President Mike Pence throw out Biden's electoral certificates and instead certify Trump's electoral documents or another alternative was at the very least to have the vice president feign confusion over which of the sets of documents were legitimate you know oh gosh i have two sets i don't know which ones are are the real ones i don't know which ones i'm supposed to count and certify so if that had happened, then what that would have done is it would have kicked the matter back to the states to decide, or it would have allowed Congress to step up and decide who should be president. So 100% unconstitutional. It is why Eastman, Powell, and why so many others are in legal jeopardy right now. So sad state of affairs for our country. Um, seems like domestic terrorism is just here to stay and it's become the norm. So I will let you know when I hear more. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it, become a subscriber if you have not, become a donor if you possibly can. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.